0: what's up and we're back yeah you're listening to the hip-hop show on sin 90.7 i am henry and i'm Chevet and we've got a special guest introduce yourself hey man this is Lux shane
1: all the way from melbourne <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> how you doing tonight man good man it was a bit of a struggle to find this place but oh we yeah go. man where, where are you go? coming from like what suburb do you i'm originally from berwick down in the southeast but now i live in uh next chadson oh nice yeah so I just moved there last year it's Bit more convenient to move around the city and stuff yeah that's awesome we actually have like a lot of
2: guests like as phone calls because it's like a lot of people live in Sydney yeah but, um, so it is really cool when someone just swings by and it's nice it's just not a voice over the phone it's yeah, like exactly, yeah exactly it's
1: more it gets to meet you guys get to know each other exactly <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so
0: um, just to start it off kind of what what got you into the I guess the singing hip hop game you know like when was that moment that sparked and like made you think I want to do this for a living
1: I think the first time I fell in love with R&B I think I, I always loved music but when the first time I fell in R&B was when Kanye West dropped his 808 and Heartbreak album damn yeah that was the uh, that was it, he was hip hop but that was more R&B that was an R&B album yeah, for sure was, yeah. and I was just like so in love with it I'm like this is amazing and I and I didn't have I, I, like a iPad or like a music listening thing back then I'd wait on TV till Kanye West came on I even <laughs> on radio I was like probably 11 or 12 but I would just wait for his songs to come on yeah and I will just jam to that stuff Awesome. <laughs> who Who are your other
2: influences? You've got the X O cap on, oh. um, so I'm guessing <laughs> the weekend also plays a little bit of a part in. Uh, more than the weekend, I would say Drake. Yeah. Drake's uh,
1: big interest. I would say Kanye West and Drake are my biggest influences and then secondary I would say Guns N' Roses and Chris Brown oh wow Guns N' Roses because yeah, nice. I play guitar and stuff too so initially yeah um, that was how it got into music so Guns N' Roses were the reason I started playing guitar ah. and uh, it's just, everything just built on from there
2: that's awesome so do you feel like you you know take a bit of uh influence from outside of of the R&B hip-hop world take it from Guns N' Roses for example yeah,
1: for sure. Like yeah. Guns N' Roses, just their like, craziness, just their energy, mm. just how creative they were and how they wouldn't listen to what others would say about criticizing music. That kind of, you know, you just got to push boundaries with music if you to yeah. be an artist and I think that comes from them, from, from my side.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So how did you initially start getting your name out into the, the Melbourne hip-hop scene and how did you get the connections that you do have today?
1: Oh, it wasn't easy at first. It was just mostly posting covers from my bedroom, like William Singe kind of... Made me want to do that. Yeah. Um. He was doing it. He was killing it. So I was like, I know how to play guitar, and I and I knew how to produce a bit too. And I kind of improved on my skills there. And I just started posting cover after cover after cover, kind of getting a bit of a name in my area back in the southeast, yeah, Barik region. And then I would kind of go a bit big on the videos with the covers. Yeah. Go out on a park on a hill and, you know, just <laughs> do some extra, <laughs> extra shit. Um, um, and then after that, I don't know, I just built my network. Kind of people started talking to me more. If I went to a club, people would recognize me. Like, oh, you're that guy who makes music. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then I would make more connections. And then finally, we got around and we dropped my single, Don't Lie, last year. And that's when I think a lot of heads turned yeah. complex, yeah. like 50 Cent's Magazine. A lot of clubs used my track for their promo videos. Yeah. So then there was a lot of head setting and I think a lot of people kind of knew me. Even the DJs, like even Horizon, etc. Yeah. Cetera. That's awesome.
2: The line on uh, "Don't lie, get out of my face, you hopeless thought." <laughs> <laughs> I lost it when when you said that line. <laughs> oh. Who, who is that? Who is the hopeless thought? I don't <laughs> know,
1: man. That song came up like, to my exes. It was just like a field hate. I was like, thank you for wasting my time kind of hate. I was kind of looking for something that would rhyme with the before word. And it was just. Like, yeah. that just I, I, I feel like everyone commented on that. <laughs> like, that really hit hard.
2: It really does. Like, it's, it's, like, I'm used to hearing it in an American context so much so when I hear it in Australia like I went to a stand up show the other day and this guy just said thoughts will be thoughts and I was like whoa
1: <laughs> <laughs> I so, think I think because me and my mates use the word a lot too just as a joke yeah <laughs> and I think it just sticks in my head like you thought like, <laughs> and I think that just came well with the I think the line I can't remember what the line was before so it was forgot <laughs>
2: oh I forgot <laughs> then, so, I must have <laughs> been
1: and like, in that moment I was like so pressured it took me about three weeks to finish that song just writing it 'Cause I was just like I know back then I was a bit slow at writing music. Yeah. And I was just struggling and I was struggling and then to the end of the song I was just like, oh, I can't be fucked and I just wrote it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it seems like in your your process of releasing music, um, the music video seems to be a really big part of that. Why is that important to you to have such a, I guess, like upping the production every time you put one out?
1: Uh, it has to be. I reckon nowadays no one listens to albums anymore. They can't be bothered listening to a whole album. People would rather see one video, one really good song. Yeah. And they would just remember that face, remember that song, and remember you as that guy who did that. So yeah. You'd rather put all your energy into one song, one creation, and that'll stick, and they will stick for years. Yeah. So especially on the upcoming artist, like I don't want to put out an album and have just like some listeners on. If I put yeah. out an album, I want like ten of It's gonna be big, yeah. 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 So I'd rather get out the single, get the quality going, make people turn their heads. Like okay, he's doing something. Yeah. And then you know build from there. Mm. And then once you have that following, you can put the album out more confidently, knowing yeah. that people, knowing that I already can fuck with you. Exactly, knowing that I can easily get around, maybe five to ten thousand plays, like on the first day. You know. Yeah. So. And we
0: were talking about um, you performing in the club scene a lot earlier. What do you find the is when you're performing on a club night and on an actual gig?
1: Um, actual gig, I would say it's a bit more relaxed because people are there to see you and people are... They're going to support you regardless. Yeah, Whereas yeah. a club, there's a standard of music. That all they play at a club is like international music that's to be that's all bangers. It's all top 10 music, top 100 music. They're all bangers. So yeah. you've got to keep that tempo up. You've got to keep that energy up. So I can't slow it down perform an R and B song that's gonna bring everyone down. The tempo's gonna be there, the energy's gotta be there. Yeah. And it's gotta be like you're part of the DJ set. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just gotta be like that's that was pretty hard to build on and I think now I've got a few originals that can kinda of flow with that and I don't have to always perform covers because when I did perform at clubs I would do only covers just because I didn't have originals that would go that hard yeah. to stay like relevant to mm. keep people dancing. Now I can perform my music and people will still dance and they won't even realise yeah. it's an original. They'll just yeah. think it's part of the DJ set. So, uh, okay, so does that,
2: like, when you're making a song, is that what goes into your head, like, a little bit? Like, you know, is this going to slap in a club? Are peop- Is this going to get people up and dancing and excited?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I do like making music for the club. Mm. Um, but I would say I'm better at making slow songs. But, yeah. like, if people want to vibe with you, if you want more fans, you got to make something that's a banger. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, uh, you draw
0: them in with the banger, yeah, and then, then they get, get to the slow songs. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so even my
1: last song, I dropped a single called uh, Let It Go. Yeah. Mm. That was... Um, that was actually a club like beat like that was, it goes like 160 BPM that's like Lil Uzi Vert kind of like trap kind of stuff but I made the lyrics slower Yeah. yeah. so I, I sang the lyrics at 80 BPM but the beat was at 160 BPM okay yeah so it's something you can still listen to at night like say if you want, if you want in a sad mood that you're <laughs> got to lie down in your bed and listen to that you can still do that but yeah. the thing is like some of my DJ mates they actually play at our clubs like Trill and stuff and they say yeah. it actually goes off nice so nice. like it goes works both ways yeah, yeah it goes both ways Awesome. So, like you just got to be a bit creative like that, and like I don't think a lot of people are doing R and B and trap. Like everyone's a rapper, yeah. they'll they get a trap beat and they'll rap over it. But a lot of people are doing like soul R and B vocals over trap beat. Yeah. So I think that's where I can be a bit of point point of difference. Okay. How about is there anything you want to
2: play now? Uh, why not? So just play. Uh, Let's go to Let Her Go. Let Her Go. Sure. Let's go to let, let Her Go. go. And then yeah. we'll come back and then talk about that.
0: Sweet, let's do it. You're listening to the hip hop show on Sin ninety point seven. Back on the Sin Hip Hop Show. That was Let Her Go by our guest Lakshane. Yeah. Shane sticking gang, around. Gang. Gang, 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 gang. Whole <laughs> lot of gang shit. Whole
1: lot of gang
0: shit. <laughs> so what was what was that song inspired by lyrically was there a particular moment in your life particular yeah, woman good time.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get deep here uh, well yeah so I was going through a pretty rough time last year I'd yeah. say, I don't know like, like got out of a relationship ended pretty bad um, didn't expect it so I was just like in a really like down mood for months yeah and I kind of wanted to get stuff off my chest and I would write songs and I would that's when I, I think my songwriting skills became really good just, um, just after that breakup, yeah, um, I wrote probably about four or five songs, um, and I've kind of saved them. And I think this was the first one that I actually want to release. Um, so it was just, just how I felt. Just, I guess, yeah, yeah. just like yeah. let it
2: go. Like, so breakups are good things, then, really. It's, good, it like, it's content. Like. You should ask Drake. Man, he's all yeah. about that. If You listen to Take Care, man. Yeah, I mean, he's unfollowed Rihanna on Instagram. Oh.
1: Oh, I don't, do. I, I don't fuck Rihanna. <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan of Rihanna. I don't. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that. Yeah, I, I don't fuck Rihanna, man. <laughs> I thought, look, reary if you're
2: listening, I completely disagree, and <laughs> I condemn this man for his <laughs> comments. <laughs>
0: so you were saying earlier that um, you kind of work in the marketing space of nightclubs and stuff. Yeah. Does that kind of help with you marketing your own music as well? Or? Of course, yeah. yeah. I, mm. I would
1: say because a lot of people in the club scene, especially, it depends on which clubs you go to. Yeah, but I kind of strategically go to the ones where like people who throw events people who organize tours they yeah. normally go to so mm-hmm. i would go there network kind of show my face around right? and the more they see your face the more comfortable they get around you the more they say hi to you yeah and i guess like the more you network the more opportunity you get yeah, uh, yeah yeah so like if i meet a guy first time i'd say oh hey how's it going and this is next week then he's like oh what am i doing i'm like oh i'm a musician i study blah blah, blah. third week he probably might want to listen to my music mm-hmm. and yeah. a few months later he likes my music and he's like oh uh, then I ask him he's like if you need to perform hit me up and you know next thing he does that's awesome yeah so you must be going out like every weekend then uh <laughs> not every week <laughs> last last week last year I definitely did go out every week yeah now it's a bit slow down if I do go out now it's mainly to party because I feel like I know most people in the club scene now yeah. yeah like the most important people I'd say so like my network's still there but the thing is I gotta go show my face every now and then mm. um, and it's just about because everyone's there's a lot of people doing what I do yeah. Um, so it's just m- mainly about how much they like you. And even if they like your music, even if you're better than the other artists, it's more just about how good you are with the other guy. It's mm. how strong your network is. Yeah. And that goes with anything, really. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do you find there's a little bit of politics there? Oh, a that's bit? a huge politics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, and that's the, thing, the thing is, like, Australia's music, hip-hop scene isn't that big, you know? It's not like America where there's so many opportunities. Like, if Wiz Khalifa's doing a huge show in LA. There's probably another huge show happening in Miami. That you don't even have to care about, like, Wiz for doing that. He, that he took your slot. Like, you're another rapper who's doing an even bigger show in Miami. Yeah. yeah. And there's another guy doing something else in, like, New York.
2: Another person doing something in Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: so much big things happening. Like, you don't have to worry. Like, in Australia, there's one opportunity. There's one slot. And, same, and it's just being at the point where the same two, three guys get it. And mm-hmm. they don't rotate to other artists. Jeez. So, you're just making that breakthrough. That's the hard part. Yeah. Like, when an international artist comes down, like, supporting act for them, it seems to be the same one or two guys. We wouldn't mention their names, but then, it just, you know, yeah, it's kind of frustrating trying to break that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. imagine, man. Um, and so, what what performances have you done? What's been, like, your most proudest moment, your, you know, your biggest performance you've done?
1: Um, um, I did a show at Panda for the Ego Expo launch, one of yep. the pre-parties. That was pretty big, that was about... It wasn't the highest number of people performed, but I would say it's the most elegant kind of thing, because there was a fashion show, and I was on in between the fashion runways, there's a oh, lot of people, wow. a lot of club owners, promoters, and like two organisers, yeah, yeah, and it was cool. pretty like, grand. Um, so that was pretty nice. Um, even the crown gig that I did last week, that was pretty cool, because I reckon I did the biggest prep for that, so I had two dancers with me and my MC slash hype man on with me. Yeah, So it was pretty cool awesome, awesome.
2: Uh, you, that, you mentioned that was a good opportunity to network with the models who were there of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the <a> reason bro <laughs> yeah
1: awesome yeah every Do, gig's an opportunity every outing is a is a network opportunity yeah it's
2: interesting how you always think like that even when you're just going out like to party you're still oh, yeah. it's still it's not like everyone else you're just going out to you know just party you're yeah. sort of saying I gotta show my face so so I'm present in the scene exactly
0: yeah yeah so, what else do you have planned for the rest of twenty eighteen? What can we expect from you?
1: Um, so, I'll probably be dropping another music video next month for an I- original song. I'm yeah. gonna slow down on this one, go R and B, kind of go to the roots. Nice. Um, and then probably drop a huge banger with one of Melbourne's biggest artists. Hopefully, he jumps on the track. Ooh, yeah. Um, music video, and then after that, or just before that, I'm gonna drop my EP, four or five songs, and we're just gonna see how things go from there. Damn. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So where can the the
1: audience find you on social media? Um, just search up Shane L-A-K-S-H-A-N-E, on Instagram, YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube, especially. Facebook, just anywhere, L-A-K-S-H-A-N-E. Awesome. And music, obviously. Apple Music,
2: Spotify. Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, anything. Wherever you get your music from, hit them up. <laughs> um, okay, well, thanks for stopping by. No it's worries. been great. No um, problem. What do, you, what do you want us to play for you now?
1: Maybe we can go for don't lie. Don't lie it
2: is.
0: Sweet, we'll get that locked up now.